Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> what is I finished from from oh did it's not uh, over I mean but writer strike what does it have two or three know. seasons out it's two yeah free first one pay for second last episode just aired so Ooh, it's fresh I got a long wait the full next season wait plus writer strike whatever that does oh I read today the uh, actors are gonna strike like I've seen some pretty big names saying that they're not going to do anything because they want money or because they want the writers to be paid. Uh, I think, is it a solidarity thing? Or yes. Like, all right. From I'm, what I read, I'm behind on news, and this is fresh. I didn't know the warlock was missing. Yeah. Until he was gone. Until he and was Kelly gone. was like, he's been missing a long time. Yeah, really. And she what was, was like, that? why don't you know that? Was that 2021 when this happened or something? I think it was just January, oh. but it's still sick, like six months. Yeah. Ago. It's. Either way, it's been a while. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah. Arachnophobia. When we were t- texting about it, I was like, Arach- he was the professor. Man, the Warlock 2 freaked me the fuck out when I was a kid. So, you know, I think you how did you say it was? They were, did you say boring? Or- no, they're bad. They scared me so terribly when I was a kid. They scared you? They scared me. Oh. Well, it was like things about it scared me. Like, uh, he tells like a woman to shut up and her mouth grows over. <laughs> and, and I remember being like, fucking terrified oh uh, i was pretty young see you i know? thought early 90s compared to the other ones that i was watching on hbo cinemax that one was pretty tame yeah well you were off fucking leash when you were a kid they let a little in at a time you know like we saw jurassic park for sure but maybe you know anything we got had to slip through the cracks oh uh, yeah i was watching all the night of the living dead movies fright night og yeah like i saw uh sleepwalkers mm-hmm. you know but a lot of that was like other people's houses. That's how I saw Pet <laughs> Cemetery. Yeah. I had that one friend whose mom was like, horror movies are fine. They get it. You well, know? see, we were part, they were feeding us Nightmare on Elm Street. That was just what was hot. So it's like, those were like the sleepover ones. That's what was on HBO. Yeah, my dad let it go way sooner than my mom did. My dad, like, let us watch fucking Cape Fear when we were way <laughs> too young. Bum, 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 bum. Do you remember the score from that? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I remember like realizing like this guy is a fucking rapist. You know, like I was like, so young and I was like, he wants to rape Julius. How many? Lewis. How many movies do they parody that in though? Especially like so many. when he's working out and all the tattoos. Yeah. Wasn't that even in The Simpsons? The I Simpsons feel like that was also even... did the like sinking boat thing too. Like where? Oh, I, was it with Sideshow Bob? It might have been. I can't remember. For some reason, I'm picturing. Willie, but I think it was Sideshow Bob. Yeah, because I feel like, oh, I could be wrong. I think it though. was the Treehouse of Horrors too. Yeah, man, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey Grammer's a weird dude. He is. Um, He's beast. I always talk about it. Pentagon Wars. It was an HBO original movie about the development of the Bradley fighting vehicle. Toss salad and scramble day. <laughs> That's when you lick someone's asshole and make them breakfast. You know what a chili dog is? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what a rusty trombone is? I do. Okay. My so, wife knows none of these things. One Sometimes out of two. I'll say I'm a shit, but like, I don't know what that is. 
Well, I remember. I feel like there, that was one of those things. Let that would me tell come... you what a Cleveland steamer is. Yeah, back in the day, there were websites to figure out all those. <laughs> I read so much of them. Yeah, there were so many, and you could say it at work, and nobody had any idea what you were talking about. <laughs> Take that, smell it. I watched The Idol as well. The Idol. It's the HBO series from Sam Levinson. It's got The Weekend in it. Oh yeah, and, uh, and uh, Little Depp. Yeah. Yep. Lots of fucking. Not a whole lot of depth in the story i don't even know how i made it as far as i did like i kind of want to stop watching it just stop i will <laughs> man i don't know what was keeping me there though and it's just that's new right so one yeah. season it might have been the cast a little bit mm. you know like the amount of people in it yeah it wasn't really grabbing me and i like music industry stuff but i don't fucking care did you watch empire no <laughs> i didn't watch that Oh, we also watched the entire new series of Black Mirror. Fuck. I hit play on episode one, and I felt my eyes close, and I was like, not now. And I haven't made it back. I liked it. I see what you did there. That's okay. what I have to say about that. I see what you did there. Is there a lot of star power in this season? Um, Yeah, and he breaks format, kind of. Ooh. It's not all technology. It's something else. I don't really want to say what it is, because okay. once you like kind of realize what's going on, I thought that was cool. And if you don't know what I'm talking about and you watched it, well, I'm sorry. Do you remember what, what Death and Robots? Is that it? Yeah, I like that. I started. Those are cool. I don't know why I haven't picked that back up. But I felt like that was... Sigourney Weaver was in one, right? Or was Ooh. that something else? Was that the Neil Blomkoff, the, yes. the samples? Yes. Maybe. Maybe. I think there's a thing uh, that's been on Netflix or Hulu forever. It's like samples of... It's basically like mini pilots for movies. Oh, okay. Is kind of what it was. She was in one of those. I thought that might be what you were talking about. That might be what I'm thinking of, actually. it's It makes you want to watch it because they put her That's on the I screenshot a lot. That's 100% why I They know what they're doing. Netflix. They know what they're doing because she's in one of them, I believe. So it's like, and I think there's three or four at the at minimum. Yeah, and I watched all of them. I just can't remember if that's also Love and Robots or I. I'm getting the two things confused. There were a lot of anthology series. Yeah, at that they, moment I liked them, and then for a while there, I felt bombarded by them. So I kind of put them on the back burner. Yeah, because Black Mirror did that. It brought the anthology series back, and uh, Creep Show was just kind of okay. Like it was the level that I should have expected it to be. <laughs> like I'd said before, like. Outer Limits, you know, yeah. 90s Outer Limits. I loved 90s Outer Limits, but if you make things like that, now it's weird. I didn't do the new Creep Show, but I did think about, thanks for the ride, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Meteor shit. I've got IMDb pulled up on my phone, and the ads, where I've got it at, the ads keep scrolling, and it's doing something with my peripherals. What'd you watch? Uh, old stuff. All old stuff? Basically, you know, um, I started Arnold, the documentary. You said you'd started it and it was all right, so I gave it a shot. I'm doing it at lunch at work, so oh, slowly but surely because cool. I keep getting interrupted. It's like trying to listen to our own show. I uh, <laughs> it, I hit play and pause so many times to get through an episode. Um, I just listen to them on the way to work, and then I usually make it. That's the thing. I go too fast. Way. I go too fast on the toll road, so it's like by the time I get started, it's already time to hit pause. But no, I started that. I did Rocky Four, which then uh, viewers might also watch popped up, so I watched Balboa. I didn't make it through Balboa. Really? Yeah. I got about halfway through the movie, and I was like, I don't care. I want to say it was a Hollywood movie, or right after I was at Hollywood. I don't know. It was, I think it was right after. But it might have been one. Anyway, I checked it out when it first came out. I was like, eh, you know. It wasn't like I walked out of the theater or anything like that. I just, I think I started watching it well, like, you know, way back then, and I was like, I don't I don't want to watch this. Do you watch all them Creed movies and what have you? No, uh, 
what's crazy is Creed 3 is streaming on something right now, I believe. So Creed and Creed 2 are out. I've never seen those. You know, I saw the first one. I think Michael B. Jordan's overrated. I mean, he's handsome, but is he really like an amazing actor or something? Like, I, don't, I don't see it. I think he's in Fruitvale Station, which is some serious drama. Which Fahrenheit 451, I would have rather them switched parts. But Michael Shannon was in it. Yeah, but I think Michael Shannon should have played Michael B. Jordan's character, and Michael B. Jordan should have played Michael Shannon's character. That would have been fucking badass. That would have been a better movie. That would have been badass. That's like the kind of twist you need in the story. Like the younger guy even. Like just even the age difference. No. That would have been nice. It would have been more like Equilibrium. They would have been too close to Equilibrium. Yeah. Well, I mean, Equilibrium Equilibrium is is, Fahrenheit 451. It's like a hybrid of like Brave New World and... Fahrenheit 451. But dude, what about that gunplay? Oh, those poses, man. Yeah. I wonder if that holds up. How long has it been since you saw that? It's been on stuff, but when I first discovered it, I watched it a lot. I almost watched Virtuosity the other day. And I was like, no fucking way. This is still good. Um, I did it a couple years ago. It's just, I want to like it, but just where we've come visually. Is that how you felt about Johnny Mnemonic as well? Kind of similar valley? Well, that and Johnny Mnemonic started out internet 2021 <laughs> and i was like damn that didn't age well um there's no way virtuosity could possibly hold up it's like free jack with what was uh, our obsession Nick with Jagger. uh flying through the circuit boards in first person we were real into it like it was all about these like 3d circuit cities i mean it started in tron would you say tron might have been the first with the circuit i guess it would have to yeah I mean, and I mean, that's... And let's not forget Lawnmower Man 2. <laughs> 2. <laughs> Wasn't Matt Frewer Lawnmower Man in that? Wasn't the kid the one from Last Action Hero in 2? I think so. I think so. Damn, it's been a while since Lawnmower Man 2. No! Brandis. Jonathan Brandis. No, no. It wasn't. No way. So it was Last Action Hero Kid. I'd bet money on it. My Girl 2 Kid. I think that kid was in We're Back. That stupid dinosaur movie I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm sure he got worked there for a minute, man. As a kid, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Last uh, Action Hero. That shit holds up. I've been tempted to watch that because it's bouncing from service to service. Do it. It's good. It's a good movie. I can hear the music. It's ridiculous, and it has a cartoon cat in it, and, and you know, yeah, that wears a trench coat. In the video store, isn't Sly and the Terminator... Yeah, it's like backwards. It's backwards. Yeah, bass backwards. Which is a good joke too. It is. It was a nice touch. Because you're watching the the Arnold thing, right? I like all the stuff they covered in that. It's taken a while. It's taking longer than it should. I like in the beginning where he says his dad made sure that they knew they needed to be useful because I think that's way more important than anything else in your life mm-hmm. is that you're useful. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me. But yeah, no, just old stuff. I'm hoping to get back into new things, but we'll have to see. Yeah. Are we gonna talk about? The sub? No, I'll be too mean. Okay. People are being very mean. I mean, I know. What the fuck do you expect? I know. <laughs> Climbing a capsule and you want to go see a fucking shipwreck? If the military doesn't have submarines that can just go that deep that fast like that, then like I'm not going in this guy's thing. Yeah, you know how I'm not going to die? In a fucking tin can at the bottom of the ocean. I've been in a submarine. <laughs> no. 119 feet. Pretty sure my granddad was in one and... I'm going to take that like as like DNA pastel. <laughs> like, don't do that. No, I did the one in Honolulu. It's off the beachhead from the Hilton. Uh, the one from Lost? No. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. I was in a submarine in Hawaii. Um, no, there's, there's, it's like a submarine tour. But this is like 
like I said, I think the deepest we hit was about 120 feet, which is deep. It's not 13,000 feet deep. It's not military deep. No. Um, it's not James Cameron deep. I love that James Cameron is considered an expert on submersibles because he is, and it blows my mind. I guess it makes sense. Well, I mean, would you Bill- get like a certain amount of money? Like you could yeah. finally pursue like some sort of weird fascination you have. Like Bill Burr's a helicopter pilot. Is he? Yeah, that's cool. No, man. I mean, why not? I was just thinking about it. Like, if I had like celebrity status and um, I had that kind of money, I'm like, I think I would start to learn other languages. Like, that's what I would like to do. But I just know that I have trouble with commitment and with my weird time things right now. I'm like, I'm not even gonna try. But that would be my thing. Just. You just gotta do it. I take weird online classes all the time. I took one in like lie detecting. Mm -hmm. It was like an FBI profiler. Yeah, yeah. Man, I was just like, yeah, I'll do that. You should go get your PI certification while you're at it. I thought about it, dude. You not because of that, but just because I think it'd be cool. Creep on people. I mean, I'm already a reverend. What else can I be? (laughs) There's got to be a certificate online for it somewhere, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) No, wait. So yeah, this week jumping the gun. This week we watched Worm. Worm. I dug it a little more than off-season, for sure. Yeah. It's a different vibe. Don't forget, we're justifying Hulu. We're doing Hulu right now. And this one, I thought it was good. I just haven't been picking these types of movies lately. I was glad that we picked this one, because I haven't watched a movie like this in a long time. Okay, so is this a sci-fi movie? Is this a sci-fi movie? Yeah, I mean, it's a dystopian sci-fi. In a a sense, yeah. In reverse, yeah. Dude, speaking of Johnny Mnemonic, internet. Yeah, I like it. But like, I read a book. <laughs> I read a book, a very good book called The Strange recently, and it took place in the early 20th century, end of the 19th century, and it takes place on Mars. Mm. They just they got there first. I can't explain that, but it was a really <laughs> good book. You know, it was the story of like a a girl on a revenge quest on Mars mm. in like Western times. And I loved it. It's a good title, but I'm also picking up this feel like it could be like a The like Strange. A, well it's like, like a, a, a thing that happens on Mars. Dude, I'm feeling like that's something you say to somebody you're getting down with, like, I'm about to give you the strange. The Mars gives you the strange. I'm about to give you the strange. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a sort of like a John Carter of Mars sort of situation. John it, Carter. Like it was like the author wrote it from a long time ago. I thought you were just saying John Carpenter's Mars. No, John Carter. John uh, Carpenter's yeah. Mars? Ghosts of John Mars? John Carter. John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. No, this is a whole different thing. You never saw the Disney movie? Did John Carter from Mars? I of didn't. Mars? No. The Princess of Mars? No. Was this really a Disney movie? Yeah. Willem Dafoe was in it. Oh, it wasn't animated? No. What? Yeah. I thought this was a cartoon this you're talking not- about. That far back in history. Did you ever see Fern Gully? It flopped hardcore. <laughs> yeah, I saw Fern Gully. Not a Disney movie. So you've seen Avatar? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> Sorry. I really did think you were talking about a cartoon, though. Oh, it's though. coming. It's fucking my it's bad. It's coming. So yeah, Worm. Worm. We going to get into it? We going to give it the strange? I liked this movie. I, I liked, liked it. it a lot. I liked that it felt like a, like Napoleon Dynamite meets... Almost had a quality of... A, it's the guy who directed Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, shit. Like that guy. Why like, you gotta... like it had like the lobster kind of feel to it, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. I don't know his name. Damn it. Yorgos 
love. Oh, that's right. You said it a lot on that episode, didn't you? Yeah, I can't remember how to pronounce it. You were like loving saying his name. Yeah, I like the first name, though. Yorgos. Yorgos. I should name an animal that one day. Was that a character in Ghostbusters 2? No, Vigo. It's Vigo. It's Vigo. <laughs> <laughs> Yorgos is like Vigo's cousin, bruh. For sure. For sure. <laughs> like, I feel like if I hold my hands up like this, I feel better. Is this distracting? I'm good. Worm is set in an alternate reality or possible future, but in any case, it looks like the 90s. In this universe, middle schoolers are required to wear tamper-proof collars that only unlock when the student experiences their first kiss. Worm Whitner is the last in his class to be wearing a collar. Even his twin sister Marcella has lost hers to the foreign exchange student. Permeating beneath this adolescent pressure, the Whitner family is also dealing with the death of their eldest son, Dylan. Hey, dude, how about those glamour shots? Oh, my God, they're amazing. Like, his his senior portrait, like, in his Letterman jacket. The one of all three kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I want that picture. The one that's the three different angles of him. There's this one, dude. This one stuck out at me, and I was like... <laughs> it just, it got... Like, you could see it embedded in wood, you know? <laughs> like, on a plaque yeah. with, like, a football. Oh, a football. <laughs> Mrs. Whitner is off on a thousand-mile hike. Mr. Whitner spends all of his time at work or in the bathroom trying to poop. And the twins are more or less being raised by their Uncle Chet. Uncle Chet was my favorite, man. I love Uncle Chet. Uncle Chet was what this movie needed to keep you grounded and just, it kept you with, I think, where they wanted you to be. Yeah, I really like that actor. <laughs> He's so good. He's got a, a John Ritter quality to him, almost. Yeah, I can see that. No, good one. Good comparison. I like that. He is like a, like a young John Ritter. Nice. Good one. Due to the rules of the No Child Left Alone program, Worm must pop his collar soon or he cannot move on to the next grade. Hey, man. And in case you didn't know, cousins don't count. <laughs> I saw that. All the little weird rules that were all, written everywhere. Just everywhere. Just like... You know, all the media that goes along with it. And you know? that little book that he was reading. Yes. Cousins don't count. <laughs> Did you also notice that his uh, guidance counselor is the dad from the Riley Stearns short film where he gives <gasps> his kids to the wolves? And he pops up in all the Riley Stearns movies. That it, That's him? That was him. Cool. I thought he looked familiar, but he has one of those faces that's like, he looks like that guy. I felt immediately. Like, I was like, that's the guy in the video where you get your double, the father that gives his daughter over to the wolves. Man, that was a good short. I think he's the gun store guy in uh, Art of Self-Defense. Oh. Yeah. Ah. I like that guy. Worm was written and directed by Christopher Winterbauer and premiered at the 2019 Fantastic Fest here in Austin. The film stars Theo Taplitz as Worm, Azura Brandy as Marcilla. Lulu Wilson is Marcella's friend Izzy. Lucas Gage is Dylan, Worm's older brother, the, the guy with the cool pictures. Sosie Bacon is Lindsay. She did good too. Man, she's great. Yeah, she's a, and Lindsay uh, plays Dylan's former girlfriend. We'll get to Dylan in a bit. Uh, Rosemary DeWitt as Worm's mom. She's been in a lot of stuff, and I couldn't think of the series right off the bat, but United States of Terra. Yeah, she's her sister. Yep. Yeah. I thought it was a different show, and I was like, damn, it was United States of Terra, but I really liked her in that. She did really good in that. Dan Bacadal as Worm's father, and Tommy Dewey as Uncle Chet. And, man, Uncle Chet. He's great. He had a TV show on Hulu. Speaking of Hulu, Casual. It was very good. Yeah? Kelly thought it was a little weird. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's got some weird brother-sister things where it's like, 
they're fucked up because their parents fucked them up and they're like real close. Oh, I was like brother sister. But, like things people like, would uh, always be like, "Oh, you're like attracted to each other." You know, they, there's like an awkwardness about their relationship built into the show. But he is phenomenal. So funny. Mm. But yeah, I, he has a John Ritter quality about him. He does. That's a, I didn't I didn't place it, but I'm like, yeah. I think I've just thought about it a lot because I watched that other show. You know what's weird is I feel like there's like a hint of Sam Rockwell in there. Yeah, a little bit. It's very, he's a very sarcastic man. Yeah. Uncle Chet, though. And you know, you made the Napoleon Dynamite reference. Like, what about Uncle Rico? Who, who do you think? Would, I think Uncle Rico might win in a fight, but I bet Uncle Chet is way smarter. Uncle Rico has old man strength for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. he could win in a fight. He's not wearing cardigans and painting. You know, Uncle Chet would probably win in a race. Anyway, <laughs> like go a foot race. Yeah, you want a race? Let's settle this. Hold on, I'll Let me... meet you at the playground. Pump these up. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing those back. I've seen all kinds of things coming back. I was looking at shoes today at this, and I was like, "Fuck, man, it's fine. Bring it back if you want to." Doc Martens are back. I've worn them the whole time, but like the like the what we used to wear, like that same black with the like the standard, the yellow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've worn them the whole time? Yeah, I'm in my closet. I wear them all the time. They're like my main going out shoes. Damn. I had no idea. Yeah. Kept it going. They're back, so it's you're good. Like, you you made it. They never went out. They're fucking metal, bruh. You know, it's like cargo shorts. <laughs> I use those pockets, damn it. The, <laughs> <laughs> the cast also notably features Rhea Seahorn, Jenna Ortega, Mel Rodriguez, and tons of other familiar faces in the adult roles. Jenna Ortega almost isn't worth mentioning, though. So, I should point out, if you Google this movie, mm-hmm. she's going to pop up first. She is almost an extra. This, uh, 2019. So this was before she had, like, her bigger roles in movies. She I has, feel. like, two lines in this movie. Yeah. It's weird how they do, they did, they bumped her name up, which, you know. Which is fine. People yeah. should watch this movie, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, give it a go. <laughs> give her a go, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Worm. Worm has a 6.7 on IMDb. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, and no trivia to be found. We had never heard of this movie, seen a trailer, or had it recommended by a streaming service banner. We dug deep into the depths of Hulu looking for gems. I haven't been picking this genre, you know, but satisfied. Hulu was one of the big three, and they still have some really great original content, but how many streamers are there now? 10? 15? At least. At least. And they keep popping up. I get ads for shit I've never heard of. I'm like, is that a scam? <laughs> Freebie? Why are they? Yeah. Something you mentioned is on freebie. Back off with the freebie, Amazon. Amazon's free shit. Was it Warlock is on freebie? It might be. I feel like that's what I saw that was on freebie. And I'm like, I'm not watching commercials for that. However, it was $5.99 to rent on Amazon, I want to say. A movie I have been wanting to do since we started this podcast has been on freebie the whole time. Hmm. Butt Boy. You've told me about it. Swallowing people with his butt. You told me about this. One day. Well, I've been talking about No Escape. That's on one of them. Ray Liotta's No Escape. I think it's also on Max. It says it's on Max, but if you go to it through Max, it sends you to a free streaming service. Oh, fuck you. It's weird. It does it through that app. It's very misleading. Because I was all hyped. Dude, I went home. Oh, because I said I was going to watch it after we recorded one night. Got a snack, a drink, sit on the couch, hit the button, and it's like tries to reroute me. I'm like, you fuck. I'm sick of Amazon trying to trick me into the channels thing and be like, we have this. And mm-hmm. then it's on a channel. I've been going around things, but doing this has brought my attention back to Hulu. Yeah. I feel like I'm looking at it a little closer now. 
I mean, for us, the streaming service is only as good as the movies you find when you just don't know what to watch. I think this movie did a pretty good job of that. I, f I think if you get one out of it mm -hmm. in a week, it's doing its job. Yeah. There's too many of them. There's a lot on there. I, I do like their selection, though. They have some really great original content. Mm -hmm. They really do. Future Man is one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Like, my favorite original series. That shit had me in stitches, and I love it. I will watch it again. I haven't seen that, but they gave me Prey. Prey was fucking awesome. They tied in the fucking gun. I hope they get Boogeyman, because <laughs> that Boogeyman movie that's coming out is going to be... Oh. Uh, it was a Hulu movie, but it screened so well that they were like, we're going to bump it up to a theater. <laughs> so I have a feeling it's going to be on Hulu very soon. That's not the Insidious one, is it? No. There's a new Insidious There's a new one. Insidious coming out. I want to watch the first well, they Insidious. They were like, revolutionize the horror genre. That ended with bad CGI, that first one. <laughs> I stand hey. behind this statement. The end of that movie is silly. Man, yeah, so, Worm, it's one of those, like, hey, like, what year is this? Felt out of time, but it was definitely the 90s. How'd you like the representation of... The internet. And I like the ads for it that popped up in the background. Are you ready for the internet? <laughs> for the internet. They were everywhere. What was the big uh, chain store called in that one? Was it like Big Mart? Big Stop? Or big something? Stop. Big yeah. Store? It was, but big you know. Big Store. I think that was what it was. Whatever. It was. There was even like a banner on the front of that for internet, wasn't there? Yeah. I, there were fucking banners and shit for internet all over the place. And I love Marcella says, uh, I'm looking at the internet, has pictures of everything, not just naked people, but also murdered people. She was something, huh? She was so perfect for that part. They both were. And then I didn't know what the deal was with Lindsay when she first popped up, but Kelly called it really fast. I called it really fast. Not going to lie. And, I knew uh, it right off the bat because you could tell something had happened with the brother in the way that she, I felt like I already knew Worm in his first, you know, the reactions to her. I was like, oh, she's got something to do with it. Yeah, we were trying to come up with all sorts of things. Like, we were like, oh, the brother was drunk, or like, or maybe she was driving the car mm -hmm. and the brother died and she was paralyzed. That's and... where I got it wrong, was I also thought he was drunk and partying, but it was ice, right? That's what they said. Yeah, she said he's just a bad driver. He was just a bad, bad driver. Bad driver, which sucks because, yeah, I had him as like the, the jock dude, partied too much. They were coming home from a party. Those fucking pictures led you to believe that, to be completely fair. You know, I mean, he was a son, he was a brother, he was a lover of animals and he's making those recordings <laughs> of everyone like the memorial recordings yeah man i kind of knew how the movie was gonna play out because of how absurd the callers were in the first place <laughs> i thought he did a really good job of conveying that like anxiety of being like the last one or just like that idea that like you're trying to get to this milestone of like i want to kiss a girl and i can't figure out how to do it and everybody's done it Mm -hmm. And it's like a literal, like everyone can see that you did it. And what's with the janitor has one still? When he sees the janitor with the collar, it hits him. He's looking in the mirror. He's like, this could be me 20 years from now. The fucking janitor at the fucking high school who still hasn't gotten his collar popped. That's funny because, and no offense to anyone out there who's a high school janitor, but no, I not always at all. tell Kelly is my worst fear is that at the end I end up being an old man that's a high school janitor that is like by far like my worst existential fear and like one of my legs shrinks and i have one of those shoes that's like really long and i'm just the leprechaun shoe around with a push broom there was a guy who had one of those at the golf course i worked at i've seen a lot of those guys in my life got a special shoe they tell you about it that's how we yeah, know they're they're down yeah
check out my shoe. You get the story. I'm every time of them, they told me, told me all about it. Every time. That's funny. We brought that up. It's so true. <laughs> I'm not fucking with them. I'm not talking shit. They, every dude that I've met with, that's like telling me all about it. I like that the no child left alone sounds like a Reagan policy, yeah. you know, or like a Bush, like a Bush Reagan era, yeah, thing. Most definitely. And you know, I do. 90s to me is always cleaner than the 80s. You know, like even if it was authentic 80s or goes back to 80s, 90s always feels cleaner to me. I think it's the neon colors associated with the 90s in my mind. Like the fluorescent. Yeah, like uh, what are those fucking pogo sticks? That, they weren't pogo sticks. They were just a ball with like a the saucer on it. Oh, those. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like no one could do it for very long. No. I wanted one. I never had one. But then it... Would I have really played with it that much? I don't know. You know what I liked were those little things that you would, they were like a merry-go-round for just one person. They had the little disc. Yeah, we got one for our kid. Yeah, and you do that until you're sick. Or the older kid comes over and just goes way faster, and the younger kid's like, why do I have a note about, th oh, the store. Big store, let's call it. Big shop. Did you notice how there were carts everywhere in every scene just like piled everywhere scattered about yeah yeah there was like one on top of a bunch of other ones in the parking lot yeah i'm like what's this representing i'm like what is this what's this telling us? i think they were just like let's just do this let's do this why not it kept catching my attention is this an idiocracy situation i also have to say <laughs> that i really appreciate that he uses the desk in the kitchen oh the little you know, so how many houses have you seen that have that and they're like oh it's for paying your bills no one fucking Sits there and balances their checkbook. We have one. I know you have one. That's why I'm bringing it up. Do we this use it? This kid was fucking using it. No, you don't. It's a dumping ground for the things you leave as you walk by. Yes, it is. Probably got a junk drawer underneath it. I need silence when I do anything like that. I'm not going to be in the middle of everything. That's what I've always thought. I just need silence for things. Like if I'm sitting at a desk, that's why it's in another room. Not in the middle of the kitchen, next to the living room, next to the table. Nah. Not going to do it. But I really like that it said, like, lonely children are dangerous. Mm -hmm. Because, honestly, yeah, kind of. I mean, we're kind of seeing that right now. That's yeah. the only, like, weird little commentary that I think slipped through in this movie. I wanted to give you the Morpheus. Yeah. How about that fucking pool party? Bam, dude, we're on the same page. Like, no shit. Um, lots of little pools. I was not expecting that because I was like, they have a pool? Yeah, they go to buy, like, the nice inflatable, and they're like, what are they, like, 4K? Like $4,000 in the 90s. So, you know, eight, eight now-ish, seven something. Anyway. But, you know, I'm that's fucking goofy as shit, but I'm not against that. That seems kind of cool. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. Just two chairs and like one of those little mini plastic blue pools. It might be the kind of thing I do here in my backyard. Like set up a like a kiddie pool, stick my feet in it, put a projector out against the house or something. So maybe that's why I could appreciate what I was seeing because, you know, in Texas... We will do anything to get cool. It is so hot it's crazy when he broke his arm with that hammer though like the that's intense desperation that that's intense got to that point and then when uh lindsey tells him that's the kind of thing ted bundy did <laughs> you have the same ideas as ted bundy yeah and then he looks up serial killer and it basically <laughs> is a description of him you know izzy is a very interesting character the birthmark on her face and everything yeah did the hey, fucking dance did you think that... Okay, so he's got a thing with dinosaurs, right? He loves dinosaurs. Izzy points that out. Did you think the birthmark kind of looked like a dinosaur? 
No, I didn't notice that. I was getting like, and I know this is weird. I kind of get what you're saying, though. Yeah, and it's like all depending on how you look at it. And I know they're, compl- but I saw Stegosaurus. But at one point, I was like T Rex. You know, it's kind of like the ink blot. Could just be overthinking it. I thought it was funny that he had a black eye, and then she complimented him on it, <laughs> and he like said like, "You'd look good with a black eye too." <laughs> and she's like, "That's funny." I was like, "Is this a birthmark thing or what? What's going on here?" And she had that side ponytail too. So nineties. You know, we can reverse, but just the dancing at the end. It's the same dance from the beginning. Yeah. Like the one she does it, it's just again. I was like, what's this going to go into? Because then the stop is just like abrupt. But it looked like she was just like, you know, turning off like a tape player or like CD player. I bet she had practiced it a bunch of times and they were just, they filmed her doing it. Here and there maybe. Yeah. My dance is going to be very provocative. (laughs) (laughs) Go inside, worm. No, Marcel was awesome. Her lines were the best. Did you notice that when he meets, uh, that was her dad with his girlfriend or new wife, right? At the hotel when they go stay at the yeah her dad her yeah. dad but that's like his new wife or girlfriend or something i think so did you see who she was who was it i think it's the smoking waitress from waiting oh it is yeah she was like my favorite server in waiting oh she's great she's like the drunk divorcee in euphoria and she's really funny and i've i feel like i saw her in something else where she was more serious and she did great you yeah know? she's a good actress like she's great at that funny crazy but she can she's, also be serious a scary too but no, I mean, she, her character in waiting is kind of like part of my spirit animal. <laughs> so funny. I love it. Angry beaver. Angry beaver. <laughs> <laughs> You're just saying that. I can see it like jumping at me. <laughs> That's like picking pieces of lint out of it. <laughs> but I like that when he finally gets his collar popped and I knew it was going to be the midpoint of the movie because mm-hmm. what he was really dealing with was the death of his brother and... Mm-hmm. That's what, like, the Lindsay thing was it stalking him, basically. Like, that he was ignoring this thing. But I love that when they finally pop the collar, they just get, like, a uh, like a watch version of it. It goes to the next step in the process. Yeah, and what was it? Was it sex or was it just finger banging? Because they were talking about finger banging a lot. So I was confused because same thing. Because they seem to be promoting, like, hey, you know, like, kiss to get this off. But even at that age, I felt like they were like, if you want to do more, try it. It was really weird. It was. But it perfectly like made an external version of that pressure you feel as a a little you know a boy at that point and probably girl too sometimes i wish we had a girl to weigh in i know our next movie i wish we had one (laughs) (laughs) no there would be some deep feels and i feel like you'd have to get like you know like just different women to get some different perspectives as well yeah um yeah, that that one will be a good one the pressure you feel as a boy also everyone is fucking lying to you like all of the dudes around you when you're in middle school, they're all fucking lying. Mm-hmm. They're they're telling you that they've had sex already and all kinds of bullshit that's never fucking happened. So the external version of that, that they just add a new layer of pressure and everybody dropping them off on picture day. Yeah. I, little detail, just how worn they looked, you know, because this is something that's on like a preteen or adolescent. Yeah. So it had been on for like two or three years, them showering in it and just everything. sweating in it, you know, getting just dirty in it and his had like the ink explosion like it was like the fake money in a bank heist or something if I, he tried to crank it off and it pops on his face and then it's the janitor who repairs the collar sorry the custodial technician <laughs> Rhea seahorn as the doctor she didn't even have like a really funny line she's just fucking funny and i love how when he brings her up at the end she's there and she's yeah. in the memorial yeah <laughs> she did so good just being in the counter phase because she was very carefully trying to like ask him if 
he was being abused at home. He had like yeah. a black eye, like a blue spot on his face from his collar. Yeah, like Uncle Chet would have done that, man. Not Uncle Chet. I felt defensive for Uncle Chet. Like I was like, no, fuck no, man. All right, how about Uncle Chet's love interest who didn't speak that much English, but they Floor? met in a chat room? Oh my God, Flora was the best. She was like a, a scene stealer in all of them. She cared. She cared. She was an awesome human being. Yeah, she actually cared about those kids. Which made me love Chet even more. Yeah, because Chet cared about the kids too clearly Ch- chet was an artist yeah that's Chet's just man. an artist man they met in a chat room but she doesn't speak english did you like realize that yeah but she was still like conveying how much she cared yeah like without having to say anything loved it good characters and i wouldn't say this is a feel-good movie no it was really well drawn and emotional it's the same as like napoleon dynamite wasn't necessarily a feel-good movie like it was just awkward but there was like it fits with those sort of almost Wes Anderson movies like Nacho Libre like had that same kind of atmosphere to it wait as worm as like a Wes Anderson movie I, w- I think that like the DNA of Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre mm. and like the things that kind of came out of Wes Anderson being prevalent and then this kind of feels like uh licorice pizza too <laughs> you know it has that kind of vibe to it I wonder if like you know if you were like 20 right now if seeing the 90s feels the same as it used to feel when we would see things that took place in the 70s when we were kids no yeah exactly that uh simple math what you're saying if you're 20 now it's 2023 movies that came out in 2003 are 20 fucking years old (laughs) so a 20 year old stuff that we were watching and could completely understand came out when 20 year olds were born right now just like that not gonna go back and watch dirty Harry movies right now i'm not gonna do it I love when he finally, you know, after he's rejected by Izzy, mm-hmm. and he, he takes it so well and just kind of rolls out of it. You know that he's going to realize then what he really needs to do and focus on repairing the real thing he's been carrying around. And when he finally, like, goes with Lindsay on the beer run. The beer run. That was nice. The connection. She glued that movie together. The real heart of, like, what the story was about was because of Sosie Bacon. Like the way she played that character, was the way she'd really pop up, fucking good at these key at these moments. It was like perfect timing for her to pop up. Yeah, and she was always like a little like, mm, like motherly about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, she nailed that. She's too old to play that part too. Like technically, it fucking happens, man. I mean, but she did it so well. Like you know, it was fine. You you totally bought that she was like probably seventeen. You know. Well, you want to talk about movies from the 90s. The 90s like one of the worst decades for these kids are in high school. These are supposed to be kids yeah, in high fucking school. Fucking Paul Rudd is a freshman in college. F- Scream, dude. You know, we did, we've did. we talked about Scream. They're yeah. supposed to be in high school. Yeah, no fucking way. Matthew Lillard and Skeet Craft. Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, Rose McGowan. Yeah, well, she was definitely a senior. <laughs> but to what I was saying earlier, like that Sosie Bacon's character finally tells him like, that boys are like liars. They lie all the time, but they're not good at it. It was that talk that even Uncle Chet couldn't get through. Yeah, he really couldn't get through that. Uncle Chet was there for a different type of support. He made nachos. and <laughs> Every night, apparently. nachos out of a bowl. Did they get them with tongs? Was he using Yeah, they tong- were getting nachos with tongs and putting them in bowls and <laughs> eating them with a fork. Who the fuck gets nachos like that? No one. But it's okay that Uncle Chet does it. I'm fine with it. He's cool. You're a fan of Uncle Chet. I like it. Uncle Chet was the shit, man. I'm telling you, casual. If you ever get a, like, every actor in it's really good. The girl from uh, God Bless America. She's his Uh, niece in that. Nice. And they're great together. Nice. 
I don't know if I'd recommend this one. I will absolutely recommend this. You will? Yeah. I don't think I'd recommend... To the right person, not in a broad way. I'm saying if you stumble across it, read the description, and you're feeling like it, go ahead and hit play. I thought this was incredible. I loved it. I love the absurdity of it. I like the weird dystopian sci-fi in giving me nostalgia at the same time. I thought this had the heart of a Riley Stearns movie. <laughs> it did, because, I mean, it was pretty intense, you know? We didn't touch on the mom too much, but she definitely wasn't on a thousand mile high. There was a lot of emotion running through the subtext. And when he goes and, like, waits for her at the trail and that park ranger has to get rid mm, of him. Yeah. Fucking, it bummed me out, man. But this was a really good movie with a lot of heart. This director has only done short films, and Worm was a short film that became a movie. I, so I, I did look up that. That's like the one little thing that I found. Because when you go to, there's two. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she was the sister in both. Lulu Wilson was the best addition. Weird Jenna Ortega cameo before cameo. I mean, she was a Disney Channel kid, right? I'm not positive. I think, think so. so, but I'm not positive. Sorry. Not up on Jenna Ortega. I still haven't seen Wednesday. How about the end? The memorial? Well, no, like the last couple lines between him, Worm, and his sister. They become friends again. Well, were they talking about, do you think he really fingered her? And she's like, I hope so. <laughs> if that was the case, then she was still wearing her bracelet. So it wasn't finger banging. That's what we know. Maybe, but were they talking about the brother? Damn, it was just so good. I forgot who it was now. But yeah, yeah. they were talking about the brother. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I hope so. What a genuine fucking like weird conversation you would have as a kid. I don't know what it's like to be a twin, but I imagine it's strange. And I like that they did the whole, like, we can't share a bedroom anymore. We've hit this age. <laughs> that it's weird that she gets the, like, foreign exchange student kid to come and, like, shame him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't even get to, like, when uh, he, to get back at her, outs her and her letters that she's writing. Yeah, she was a bit through spiteful. The whole movie. Yeah, it turned out she was quite the, and it wasn't blackmailing. It wasn't so much, it was just shaming, right? She was shaming people. Yeah, and like an anonymous shamer. The principal called it cruel, albeit factual letters. <laughs> oh, man. And the poor foreign kid. Yeah, the characters in this movie were great. Was it uh -huh. Norway or Sweden? It was Norway. <laughs> he learned it by the end, though, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I uh, loved it. I would absolutely recommend this movie. In fact, on IMDb, I rated this movie a nine. Did you? Yeah. Nice, nice. And uh, it keeps signing me out. Oh, really? Yeah. I just, it's obnoxious. I keep thinking about just making a, a last video store clerks. I'm, IMDb. Oh, yeah. You were saying and for reviews. We reviews should. Yeah. And maybe like when I come across like Worm has a really bad summary. I wrote a summary for this. I could just put it up on IMDb. Was it like the marketing for um, Shadow in the Cloud? No, there's nothing. Like that's the thing. There's no trivia for this movie. There's nothing. It has a 7.4 though. You got to give it that. It has Lulu in it. Lulu's great. And I mean, Becky seems to be taken off. I've been seeing people share about how they've seen Becky 2 and because of Becky 2, watch the first one. I can't wait. I want to watch it. I only knew one Becky. In life? <laughs> Jokes I have to cut out. <laughs> Next time, we're watching False Positive. Pierce Brosnan, man. It's going to get weird. 007. <laughs> Double O Doctor. Double, you know, Hulu. We're we're doing some variety in here. This one's gonna be an actual Hulu movie. Yeah, Hulu, Hulu original acquired it anyway. You never know what a what streaming service like. They're like, this is our exclusive, and you're like, yeah, you're making good stuff, but did you just 
go to a film festival and acquire it? You know, like I've got this feeling like, is it going to be a really good lifetime movie, but with like some big names? I kind of feel that way. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see though, but uh, until then, you know, pop them collars. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at The Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.